Radio Sports Cricket Podcast. Live from the 2019 ICC Cricket World Cup. Radio Sports coverage with Ken Tire and photowarehouse.co.nz. Radio Sports. Three from three for the Black Caps at the World Cup. They've done all they had to do. They beat Afghanistan today. It was an emphatic victory. Afghanistan sent into bat 172 they made. Only one good score. Hashmatullah got 59. They had a blistering start. Hashmatullah and Zadran put on 60 Six for the first wicket, but then they lost three wickets without adding a run, and at one stage was 70 for four. And the bowler of the day, who did most of the work, was Jimmy Neesham, who was well supported by Lockie Ferguson once again. But Jeremy Coney, uh, Neesham stood up at the right time. He did. He did, because New Zealand were, were as you say... They were facing down, you started to think they might even get sort of 280, 290 at that stage if they just kept on going and batted for 50 overs. Nisham stopped all that. He really came in and and did exactly what New Zealand wanted him to do. Uh, and it's a bonus, Brian, because there were some questions starting to emerge over the first three games. The Nisham de Grandon partnership as the fifth bowler was starting to be a bit expensive and Nisham wasn't quite playing his role enough. Just the three overs in the first game for 21 and then two overs in the second game for 24, a bit expensive and it was meaning de Grandon was have to do, having to do the complement to add up to 10. So that was good that he was able to come in and nail uh, the, his job today. Uh, he bowled pretty directly, he bowled into the pitch, uh, he got a good bounce, and so I think he'll—he's a confidence player, you suspect, and it might transfer to his batting as well. Mm. So that was good. Bolt and Henry came under the pump, uh, sixty-six in the first ten overs. Henry is the top wicket taker at the tournament, uh, but they were put under pressure. They've got a bit of thinking to do, haven't they? Well, Henry, Henry to me is more of a seam bowler, and he. He doesn't vary things too much. He's a he's a met, slightly metronomic, and so if someone does get into him, and let's face it, power plays these days, there's going to be the odd opener who's going to have a crack uh, with all the fielders up inside the circle and just two outside. You, you can go for some runs at that time, and he he just needs to work out how he can somehow be able to develop some other deliveries like going to the de- the death overs, just trying to get a few, slipping a few Yorkers in or slipping a wide one outside by that wide line um, across the bows of a left-hander. And, and that's the time, I think, that he could possibly use it. You do have to do that when you're under the pump. So... You know, Henry's Henry's still got the wickets, though, for New Zealand mm. in the first couple of games. And Bolt was OK. Bolt Bolt's, uh, has sorted out that running on the wicket problem he had in the first game. And he's, he's straightening himself up. And so I think he's bowling the short ball nice and straight. So New Zealand generally in the park, I think, have done the work and done the job. Yes, uh, Latham, five catches, and the catching was good. Taylor had a few difficult ones that he put down. You can't really call them drops. He was lucky to get a hand to them. But in the end result, they were all out for 172 in 41 overs. Ferguson, four for 37. Nisham, five for 31. Here's how the wickets fell.
as Henry is in. Right arm over the wicket. Hazratullah pulls. Well, very fine. It's running down to the boundary for four. Here's Henry again, and that's walloped through mid-wicket for four. That is Hazratullah's shot. This time along the ground. Henry into Noor, who drives firmly straight down the ground for four. Tiller says, I waits for Henry's next delivery. The left arm hasn't pulled into oh, the onside. That is going to clear the ground. That's gone all the way over the pavilion, bounced on the roof, and away for six. Yeah, this is Anisha now into bowl to Zazai, who hits this over the top. Is he going to be caught at deep point? He is. He picks out the fielder on the deep point boundary, and that one has been snuffed out. And Afghanistan are 66 for one. Bowls, that's down the leg side. As the peel for a catch, he's given out. Given out, caught behind. It was one of those that was short down the leg side. And possibly gloved behind by Noor Ali Zadran. So, one and then two. Here is Nishan bowling. And that's a leading edge and caught at backward point. Ramat Shah goes. And that's the third wicket. So, 66 for no wicket becomes 66 for three. And Ramat has gone for naught another wicket for nisham squared up leading edge taken at backward point and afghanistan suddenly are in trouble start of a new over and the first delivery is well wafted out and edged and gone the finger goes up gulbadin doesn't believe it he's gone straight for the review well i'm afraid he did hit it and he's now walking back jimmy nisham in to the right-handed nabby who oh goes after that gets an edge and is out he went a little poke to a ball that's moved away from him relatively gently. It was a horrible shot, if it was a shot at all, really. Afghanistan have lost their fifth wicket and a big one too. Mohamed Nabi goes for nine, 105 for five. As Nisham comes in to complete the over his seventh, he gets a thick edge and gone! Fended at, flies through to the keeper. Jimmy Nisham has his fifth. Najibullah Zadran departs for four. And Afghanistan are imploding. They're 109 for six. East Africa have gone so far. It's floated up by De Grand home and chopped away towards backward point, and he's gone. Guptill's taken the catch, and that's a seventh wicket down. 130 for seven. Sixth over for Ferguson, and Rashid Khan gets himself into a terrible tangle, and he's he's gone. Now either that has gone off the body or off the bat onto the off stump, or has gone straight through him. But that was a. a, a not play that well it might have even come off the helmet the upshot is though that is another wicket and Rashid Khan is out for naught Ferguson is in again around the wicket and this is hit high in the air is this going to reach someone is the keepers underneath it Tom Latham takes the sky after well I've to go it was only a matter of time and it wasn't a matter of very much time either ninth wicket goes down it was fun while it lasted but after alarm departs for 14 Afghanistan 147 for nine or similar. Round the wicket oh, yes. comes Ferguson to the left-handed Hashbatullah, and he smears this through mid-on. There's no long on. It's running away to the boundary for four, and that is his 50. Jimmy Nishan, congratulations, uh, man of the match. Uh, confidence booster for you? Oh, definitely, I think. Um, I probably didn't bowl uh, the way I would have liked in the first couple of games, and um, I just wanted to make a few changes, I suppose, hit the crease with a bit more confidence and a little bit more about me, and... Um, Look, having a getting a five for you always need a, bit, a little bit of luck mixed in, but um, it's just good to see the ball flying through and, and I suppose challenging the batsman. Is this as good as you bowled uh, in recent times for the side because you you were out of the team for a while and you've come back into the one day side and the World Cup? Uh, I felt like I was bowling pretty well at the tail end of the last summer. To be fair, I think um, as I mentioned, it's hard to tell being an all rounder sort of 
bowling third or fourth change, it's, it's very circumstantial. I guess um, if Bolte and Hen is not the top off the order, I suppose it's a lot more comfortable um, to come in and bowl to some guys that are starting. But um, look, I just want to keep things as simple as possible, um, keep hitting the wicket as hard as possible, and, and every now and then you can have days like today. You came on at a difficult time, though. They were, they were blazing. Yeah, definitely. I think Hen has got met a little bit a couple of overs earlier, so I think in those sort of situations, I mean, I know um, as an all-rounder, also as a number six batsman, um, you're going to be coming in and uh, coming into the fray in a lot of different situations, and um, I knew I had my back up against it today, um, but luckily we, I suppose, turned it round and, and put together a pretty clinical performance. You mixed it up too, you used a bit of your variety that you, you're trying to uh, perfect, I guess. Yeah, well, I think against the subcontinental teams, you do need to use your bouncer especially, and um, I thought that's one way Lockie was also outstanding today, was really being quite hostile and, and keeping them on the back foot. And like, I think um, any day where, obviously, our spearhead Trent gets none for and, and we still put together a good performance, I think that's one we can be happy with. And I guess you're where you want to be now, three from three. Yeah, we, we talked about being three from three. I think um, you'd probably say it's three games uh, we should win, to be fair, but um, there's certainly banana skin games as well. And, and we've seen that uh, Bangladesh have tipped someone up already. Um, Afghanistan, I believe, will tip someone up in the tournament as well. So, um, yeah, it's just nice to be three from three and I suppose getting into the main portion of the tournament. And, and you as a bowler will want to have the rhythm that you were able to get for the main part today. Yeah, definitely. I think for me it's it's about confidence hitting the crease and um, about, I suppose, the rhythm of my run-up and, and getting through the crease and, and just really trying to put a lot into the ball. And um, I'm never going to be a guy that's going to, I suppose, swing guys out. I'm going to be more a hit-the-deck type of bowler. And uh, for me it's just about getting into good positions and, and putting a lot on the ball. Pads today, but no need for them. Yeah, no need for them. It'd be nice if I don't need them the whole tournament, to be fair. But uh, no, I'm, they're ready to go when I need them. Um, obviously, the guys in the top order have done a really good job the first three games. So um, hopefully we can keep going like that. You can sit here with the three wins and know that you've got some tougher games still to come, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. I think we looked at our schedule coming into the tournament and, and it was three games that we really should win. And um, we've managed to do that. And I think um, now it's going to that second phase. Um, we've got some of the higher ranked teams coming up and I think we're in a good place. Um, obviously sitting top of the table is where you want to be. So um, there's no complaints from us. And still, I guess, a few things you want to improve on and sharpen up in the, in the entire game. Absolutely, yeah. I suppose we, we put down a couple of catches and um, I thought our ground fitting overall was pretty good. Um, obviously, we probably need to be a little bit more adaptable um, when top order batsmen come at us, I think that's probably going to be a theme um, for the rest of the tournament. So we'll have those discussions um, probably before we get on the bus tomorrow and, and hopefully head into the next game fresh. Target of 173 was never going to be a big problem for New Zealand. Yes, they lost Guptill first ball of the innings. Uh, that's always likely to happen. Munro, again, got that start, but you know gave in after 24 balls, had an easy 22, and and that's really not what they need at the top of the order. No, it's not. They need some one of those two openers. I know that that they both like to go and take advantage of the field restrictions, but you know you've got to once you get away, you've got to start, kind of pull back a little. And when the field restrictions are released. You've got to have kind of a second game. Let's call it a middle game, if you like. And that's the slight concern that you have about Munro. He's not batting. He did it in the first game and got through to 50. Uh, and he can do it, but we need to see it from him. Because 20s are not going to win you this World Cup. And we need to have one of those openers push on and get 60 or 70 or even further if they can. Other teams have got them.
and we need to develop one of those two to do that. 41 for two when Munro went out, but once again, Taylor and Williamson, all class. Yep, absolutely. And Williamson, not at his best, had to work hard. It was a bit of ugly batting for a while for him. But then towards the end of his 78, what he got, uh, he looked to be back to the Williamson of old, of knocking the ball around and bowlers unable to keep him quiet. So that was a good, good sign, I think, that he worked his way through the difficulties that he did have in timing the ball. Taylor looked to be timing the ball quite nicely, got out, and I felt that Nisham could have come in then, personally. Uh, A, to accelerate the scoring and get the net run rate down, which they had a chance, but they obviously wanted Latham to have a bit of a knock as well. Yes, indeed. So 173 for three, good partnership between Williamson and Taylor, and that was always going to set them up for an emphatic, comfortable victory. Here's the batting highlights of the New Zealand innings. But that was outdone. Here's the first ball anyway of New Zealand chase. Guptal on strike to Uftarbin. This one takes him high on the pad and it goes away to the onside. He's nicked it into his pad and he's gone. First ball of the innings. Well, Guptal caught off the first ball of the innings. New Zealand none for one. Monroe waits. After bowls and it's uppercut down towards third man. This could be out. It should be out. And it is. Taken down on the third man boundary by Hamid Hassan, and that's the second wicket for Afghanistan. Nabi bowls, and Taylor hoists him away for six. Over deep mid-wicket. 119 for two. Mohamed Nabi back to bowl to Williamson. Has a look over his uh, left shoulder there. That's outside the off stump, though. Clubbed away by Williamson. Off the back foot, square with the wicket. They've gone for one. Williamson is hustling back for the second. There's a slight fumble out there, and they get it easily. I think they would have got it without the fumble, but the fumble just confirmed the comfortable two, and there is a half-century for Kane Williamson. It's coming 77 balls, and New Zealand 124 for two. And Taylor's on to 48. And here is a slow... There, he's bowled him! Taylor on the drive, he's bowled him. And that's a third wicket for Aftab. 130 for three... Well, Aftab Alam bowls to the New Zealand captain, Williamson. First ball of a new over is turned away to the long leg region. He'll get a single, take his score to 79 and lead New Zealand to victory. Three from three games for New Zealand. Top of the table at present, 173 for three. And uh, they win the game by seven wickets. Ross Taylor, uh, an emphatic win by the side today. Uh, pretty impressive with both ball and bat. Yeah, I think um, it was a lot more clinical than the the Bangladesh game. I think we were put under pressure in that first 10 overs. Um, but I thought the way Jim and Isham came out there and, and bowled pretty hostile. We faced a, a bit of that in the nets and it was nice for him to replicate that out in the middle. Looked like a pretty flat deck. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, at the end of the day, I think we it was the right decision to to bowl first. But in saying that, you know, I think we would have been we would have been happy if we were snuck in on that. Um, the odd ball did something, but uh, it was pretty flat wicket. Other than that, was there a temptation or a discussion between you and Kane to quicken the tempo and try and get the uh, the run rate up? Uh, what was I? It's forty eight of fifty two. Is it right, isn't it? Oh no, but I mean, I mean the, the net <laughs> I, run no, rate for no, the no. I, yeah. what, the thing is, I, I thought we might. Um, 
I thought we might send in a pinch hitter after I got out, to be fair. Mm. Um, but uh, no, the, the, the coaching staff thought it was best for what, what it is to give Tom Latham. He hasn't had a lot of cricket in, in recent times, but for him to come out and have a bat was more beneficial than um, to send out a pinch hitter. Yeah, far better for me to criticise your run rate. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it, it was it was a, an, another good partnership that, that tidied things up for New Zealand. You're, you're running between the wickets. Was, there, was only one, uh, there was only one went upstairs, wasn't it? That's pretty, that's yeah. pretty good for us at this, at this rate. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, at, at the end of the day, um, I felt I felt pretty good. Um, you know, I, I, have, I haven't been feeling that good out in the middle, but it was nice to, to spend a bit of time out in the middle again. And, you know, Kane came out there and struggled a little bit at the, at the start, 40 off 70-odd, but he, you know, just showed the class at the end there to, to hit a few boundaries, and I'm sure they'll do his confidence the world of good. And now you know you've got <coughs> tougher games ahead, eh? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, first and foremost, these first three games were something that we, we, we needed to be three from three, and, and we've done that. Um, in patches we've played well and, and, and played poorly but um, you know we got the six points you know the next six games are going to be very tough and, and starting against India uh, and, and Nottingham uh, is going to be a step up on, on the opposition that we've been played in the last three games. So Ross Taylor with a few comments there about the New Zealand performance and uh, he's he's in, in confident relaxed mood he's going to play an important part and he's going to be needed along with Williamson and a few others because the big games start now. New Zealand have to win at least two of their remaining games. It's been a pretty gentle start to this tournament. It was always going to be, uh, but New Zealand have done done that bit and they're through it. So that's a tick. Uh, the next four games uh, are, are tricky ones and with some tricky opponents. It starts with India uh, at Trent Bridge, which is a pitch that has yielded quite a few runs and if there are you know the bowling from New Zealand in the first three games has been confident accurate and it's been well supported in the field that's good Uh, now they're going to be under pressure a lot more I think good players uh, will play shots against the New Zealanders and they're Balls that have been, you know, have been pushed back or let go, they're going to be scored from. So the the bowlers themselves are going to feel that heat a bit more. And therefore, the, because of that, the fielders are going to be required to do a fair bit more. So they're going to be chasing higher totals. And every part of their game is going to be examined a bit more. Or setting, because they haven't batted first yet. Correct. And the question, I suppose, that could have been asked is uh, once New Zealand, because they've won three tosses, could could they have batted first against, say, Afghanistan yeah. uh, and set a total and given the batsmen a chance to all have another knock? Because numbers five, six, seven and eight who are going to be required in these next four games to make a difference for their team, have really only had one knock and haven't really been that convincing. So it's the bowling that's performed better, and there are still a few little questions around the batsmen. So, But we, we got, we're going to have to go with it, yeah. and we are going to have to at some point chase a big total down. Yep, three games, three wins. Hard to complain about that. A few things have been exposed that need the work and they will be worked on, I'm sure. In an extended period before the next game, India in Nottingham, Trent Bridge, Thursday. Join us for that.